0: everybody my name is len bear i'm your host of targeted justice v garland a podcast about an extraordinary lawsuit today we have a power panel we have one of the founders and a board member of targeted justice uh, richard lighthouse richard good morning good morning Len. thanks for having me on your show it's my pleasure. It's a really important topic that we will be discussing today. And of course, an advisory board member and an attorney for the plaintiffs in Targeted Justice v Garland Anna Toledo. Please say hello Anna.
1: Hi everybody. Good morning. Thank you Lynn for this having prepared such a great show for everybody today.
0: You viewers dictated the topic of the show this week. Targeted Justice Substack newsletter had an article named Four Myths About Targeting. And it produced such a emotional, very charged response. A lot of people agreed with it. A lot of people disagreed with it. So we could not just skip over this topic. We decided to bring it to the podcast, and I invited the leadership of targeted justice so we can talk about it, explain our points to you, and clear some controversies. Before we broach the topic of today's uh, podcast, I would like to make an important announcement. On Friday, January 26th, there will be an educational symposium held. The topic of this symposium is Reality of the Targeting Programme. I think this is a historic event, it's a landmark. We've never had an event of this magnitude. And please look at the roster of speakers, They're physicists, doctors, lawyers, people with intelligence background, and we will be all talking about different aspects of targeting. We want to educate the general public. So if you notice, it is held by a organization called Vax Choice Todd Calendar. The attorney Todd Calendar is uh, one of the leaders of this organization. So this is not a an event limited to targeted individual audience only. This is a broad event that will go out to the general public. So please tune in and please tell all your neighbors, friends. Uh, family members, strangers, about this event. It's going to be terrific. With that, let's go to the topic of today's podcast. Four myths about targeting. This uh, article was published on uh, January 15, just this week. Richard or Anna, please tell me about the genesis of this newsletter. How did it come about? Because I didn't write this letter. I strongly agree with all the points in this uh, newsletter but please tell me how it came about
1: on sunday i was talking to goji about you know the three things that you cannot disagree with with a ti without them getting upset and it was the first at least you know the first three of them is here which is you know i am the most targeted person in the world And in my situation, I get people that write to me and tell me and write to me and say, you have to, you have, you need my evidence in order to win the case. And my answer is you clearly haven't read the pleadings. And then number two, they're trying to kill me. And number three, don't believe you're B2K. And I am one very famous to know, to be, telling everybody that the people behind the V2K are criminals and you just don't believe in criminals. So, but Goji's like, you know, those are things you just, it's very hard to tell a person to not do. And then the fourth one about staying in your couch, well, we get I get that a lot, live, especially with the forums. People that have signed up, please check my name on the TSDB, And then a week later, they're like, no, 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 no. Take me, take me off the list because my targeting went up. And it's like, do you want to end this or not? And so that's how it came about. And so I, I talked to Richard about it, and then I think this would be a really great topic for the newsletter because people really believe, they hold on to these beliefs and that's what the criminals want them to do. And clearly it's detrimental to their moving on and to their flourishing and to their fighting back. So that's how it came about.
0: Thank you, Anna. Let's go into the topics of the newsletter. So without further ado, myth number one, I am the most targeted person in the world. So that's the myth. But what are the facts and what are the truths about it? You're not the most targeted person in the world. You are an experiment and your data is important, not you. Number second, you are not a member of the National Security Council. You do not have access to the nuclear launch codes. A little humor there. Number three, you are not a member of Congress. Number four, you do not have the personal cell phone numbers to military generals, wealthy billionaires, or prime minister or foreign governments. You are correct. We're
2: simply we're simply trying to counter the understanding. A lot of people believe that the amount of attention they're getting through the targeting program proves that they have some terribly important information. And this is simply an effort to scale what you believe uh, to be important to what uh, somebody in the CIA probably perceives as important. I'll give you one example. We had a gentleman last year who was apparently very targeted getting a lot of gangs talking and he believed the reason for it is because he had exposed a drug dealing gang in his little town in Kansas. And I had to look where wild was up in the mat. I'd never heard of this little town. And he was absolutely convinced that his exposure of these drug dealers in the little town is the reason that he was targeted and they were following him everywhere. And this proved that this gang was actually running the global gang stalking program. And the perceptions become so distorted until you look at what things are truly important on a national scale. Uh, Drug dealing, I'm not discounting the fact that drug dealing is a problem, but having the nuclear launch codes would make you far more high profile than simply knowing the whereabouts of local drug dealers. So we're trying to put it into perspective and scale. And that's the point we're trying to make here. That's an excellent
0: point. Thank you, Richard.
1: Well, I I want to... First, to make this disclaimer, I plead guilty to those three first myths. Okay, now I am on a correctional course. But when I first got to Houston, I thought I was the most targeted person in the world. And when I started reading emails and when I started talking to people and reading letters, that's when I realized I became very humble. And I realized that there's people that have it way worse than me way worse, um, despite the atrocious things that I have gone through. So it's just take the light off yourself and look around. No, you're not the most targeted person in the world. I can promise you that. Probably, you know, among all the people that I know are that are the most targeted is, is you, Lynn. I mean, I really, although I have um, read so much and, and seen so much, uh, I think you probably are one of the most, and I and I never hear you. I have never heard you say, remotely say, that you are the most targeted person. You don't even complain about it. So definitely, that is one thing that people should get a dosage of humility and realize that they're not the center of the world.
0: Thank you. <laughs> I actually agree with both of your sentiments, uh, Richard and Anna. The reason I'm not complaining, and the reason I never would say something like that, because I, long time, I realized that this centrality of your experience, it's not a bug, it's a feature of the program. It's like before Galileo, you are the center of the world. The things circle around you and not the other way around. And so that's why we need a dose of reality. And those are great comments. Let's move forward. We're still talking about myth number one. At number five, A, we have TI cases that have been severely burned with microwave weapons for more than 30 years. B, we have a TI case with more than 140 implant locations. C, we have a TI case with V2K from hundreds of different voices. D. We have cases from women that have been directed energy weapon raped and trafficked for fifteen plus years. Six. You are not the first or the worst. You are valuable and expensive experiment. The government criminals care about their experiment, not you personally. And I want to read the number seven. Instead of making comparisons about who suffers the most. We urge you to focus on helping us and the program. I like that number seven a lot
1: it definitely is when you remove the focus from yourself and instead place it on others, that is the key to happiness and that's why you know I have said it many times that I feel so privileged and honored to be to have been placed here. I had to be targeted to be here, so I, I had to look at it as it's a good thing that happened to me as atrocious as it is because it put me where I am doing meaningful things, you know, and that's what everybody should be trying to focus on helping, for example, helping the children, helping the elderly that are targeted. I, in the forms that have been filled out, I have a hundred year old woman who is targeted and microwaved. We have babies that are burned. So I urge you all to roll up your sleeves and take on the cause with us and badger the people in Congress to end this. Not make it about yourself, make it about the others that suffer.
0: I agree with you. To me, this sentiment from reading these facts and truths about myth number one, this is how I would summarize it. This is not a competition. The competition should be who is most active, who is most helping others, who is most articulate. That's what it should be about, not about who is suffering the most. That's why, as far as the competition, as you know, we put Anna, we put you on the cover of Time Magazine as a targeted person of the year. And you're not there because you are suffering the most. You are there because you're doing the most. Myth number two, they're trying to kill you. That's a very controversial myth. Number one, the goal of the program is to get you to surrender or neutralize yourself. If you kill yourself, then you have also neutralized yourself. The CIA considers that to be a success story. Do not do it. Number two, If they wanted you dead, you would be dead. The U.S. military operates at least nine different weapon systems in orbit. Any one of these weapon systems can be used to kill you instantly without leaving a trace. They're frequencies that can make your heart stop by disrupting the signal from your brain. No one will know it was anything other than an ordinary heart attack.
2: We've... elaborated previously on some of these weapon systems that are in orbit, including the Vircator microwave weapon, uh, projectile weapons, X-ray weapons, and these things are deliberately deadly, and we've, we can categorize some of them as weapons of mass destruction, and it's against international treaties for those weapons to be in orbit, and yet the U.S. Space Force has them and operates them. Um, we brought that those treaty issues up before in other programs and in technical papers. So for those that are interested, I encourage you to look at them. But um, the, the emphasis here should be, if they truly wanted you dead, you would be dead. There are so many methods and means. We'll touch on the assassination teams that, that have been used around the globe. Vice President Dick Cheney, who was vice president under George Bush Jr., had his own personal death squad that went around. Uh, anybody that threatened or made fun of the president, they would literally just uh, fly a team down in a helicopter and take the person out. It's, it's very disturbing. It's, it's a violation of uh, foreign sovereignty. It's a violation of international treaties. We, we could go on and on, and yet they do it anyway. It just shows how brazen some of these programs have become. So the point here is to emphasize to TI's, you're certainly not in that category that you would be targeted by uh, an assassination team, but understand very well that if they want you dead, you will be dead. And I think you can rest and sleep easier at night knowing that the fact that you're in the TI program does not necessarily mean they're gonna murder you. I
0: agree with that very much. That's a great explanation. Number three, this is exactly what you were talking about, Richard. In addition, The U.S. government has top-secret assassination team. If they really wanted you dead, then you would be dead. VP Dick Cheney is also rumored to have operated a global death squad. And in support of that, we provided an article from The Atlantic called The Terrifying Background of the Man Who Ran a CIA Assassination Unit. The article was published in 2012, and the link will be in the description of the video. Number four, some of the torture appears to be life-threatening, but the purpose remains to get you to neutralize yourself. If you stopped fighting back, then you have been neutralized. Does that sound like you? It sounds like me. (laughs) I can tell you. I can tell you that. The whole category of so-called non-lethal weapons is a misnomer. Because any weapon, depending on the parameters set, can go from non-lethal to lethal in no time. It's just a matter of setting the parameters right. So, yes, there's some dissonance about can non-lethal weapons be lethal? Yes. However, this is not how they're used against you. They're used against you in the form of a torture program. And of a torture experiment. And ending that experiment means that you will erase all your data. As me, who's running experiments every day, I know that I want the experiment to continue so I can collect more useful data.
1: Well, this one for me was a life changer because I I was really convinced that they were they were gonna kill me. And it was such an eye-opener in in the good sense because just this week I got a horrible attack to my heart Sunday night and in the beginning I'm like oh my god they're gonna kill me and then I said and then I I came back to here and I said no they can't kill me because sometimes like Mr. Lighthouse has told me it's sort of a an insurance being a TI that they can't actually come out and murder you we're not saying it doesn't happen. Sometimes they just go over the edge and maybe they go overboard with their frequency or whatever. And then we're going to talk with, in the comments, we're going to talk about, thing about the slow cleel and all of that. We'll, we'll discuss that. It's just that you don't have to worry that the thugs on the streets brandishing their weapons are going to murder you because they are forbidding from doing it. Lighthouse might correct me, but they might be taken out if they dare... Shoot you or kill you? Am I wrong on the, on this, Richard?
2: No, you you basically you're correct. We we need to to make a distinction between the perception of a threat and how the program is actually run, and it's very important that people understand that distinction. There is also important differences between people that are what we call category three and category four. Category four TIs on the TSDB receive substantially less targeting where, whether it's do or uh, voice to skull, all of that is ramped down and that accounts for about 75% of the TI population. The people that are in category three are the people that are receiving some of the worst targeting. If you're getting 24 hour a day voice to skull that's very noticeable, you're in category three. If you're getting severe directed energy weapon attacks that put you on the floor, you're in category three. So people need to understand the parameters of the program and the fact that the, the point of the program is not to kill you. The point is to see what does it take to get you to neutralize yourself and shut down.
1: But what I meant is that, because I know I experienced this, like I, one day I was at the beach and there was this like low life, brandishing a bat at me. Like I'm going to be, beat you up. And I was like, and then this, this was back in Puerto Rico obviously and then but then they left and the same happened in a in a gas station this woman was coming on to me she was going to beat me up and then she ran away so what I'm, what i'm asking you really is isn't it true that the gang stalkers are forbidden from physically attacking you from murdering you basically
2: well, I, I'm essentially, you're correct, but for somebody that may not be stable, I'm not sure that their behavior is, is entirely predictable. If you read, and we did provide a link to the training manual that was apparently written by British intelligence agencies many years ago and was part of uh, Dr. Kildy's book called uh, Bright Light on uh, Dark Shadows or Black Shadows, and it provides a great deal of information about deniability. The the types of covert activities that you do always give you room for deniability. But if you're in a place that's got security cameras around and you're carrying a baseball bat and threatening everybody, that's not really covert. You're leaving a big trail of evidence. And so the program supposedly trains these people that are directly and knowingly involved not to do things that leave no room for deniability. So I, I think that addresses your concern.
0: That's a very astute comment. And I like this exchange. And one word stood out to me in this exchange is the word fear. The purpose of this program to instill fear in you targeted individuals. And fear breeds stress. And then the stress changes you in so many ways, psychologically, immunologically. Your entire body runs on the constant stress and the source of that stress besides the frequencies and the sophisticated directed energy weapon system is fear that is perfect you you receive a performance that instills fear in you so when you see that display the bats the i've seen people pulling guns in the car next to me driving as if they were going to shoot me and i was just laughing because i know the rules i know the rules that richard just explained and it's a display that is supposed to instill fear in you and i hope that it's useful to every targeted individual moving on uh still on myth number two yes A small piece of TIs appears to have been murdered. We are aware of that. We also have TIs that have been in the program for more than 35 years. Our average member has been a targeted individual for more than seven years. Do you really believe they missed the target for seven years? You are an expensive experiment. If you are dead, then there's no data. Perfectly said. It is an experiment, you generate data, it's expensive to run this remote experiment. So you are an expensive experiment. I wish every target individual would wake up saying these words and go to bed saying these words. I am an expensive experiment.
1: I can tell you one thing, and it is that I urge every targeted individual to do their own, like a a will, check the laws in your state and designate somebody with a stomach to go into your autopsy and say, for every single, I, you know, I assign the claim of, of the product liability to the manufacturer of all the implants inside my body. And I specifically authorize an order and, and petition that this person be present in my autopsy and collect all the artifacts that are, will be removed from my body. And uh, I think uh, when you look at yourself as the treasure chest of a lot of artifacts that prove this program that is based on plausible deniability, you will realize it's true they can't murder me because then I'm going to provide for so that somebody comes into my autopsy, I demand an autopsy, and all these artifacts are removed. Especially if you did the or if you have have X-rays or or, uh, CD scans, whatever, showing that you have them. Well, that's that's very empowering because these criminals don't want the evidence to be out there.
0: Myth number three. The V2K sometimes gives me helpful or truthful information. Ha, ha, ha. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry for that moment of uh, uh, uncontrolled levity. Number one, if you do receive truthful information from the V2K, then it is setting you up for another lie. Don't fall for it. It's like good cop, bad cop. Number two, some of the best advice from Dr. John Hall and Dr. Len Bear, ignore the V2K or learn to ignore it. Don't respond. Amen. Number three, whether AI or real person is behind your V2K, they're criminals that are paid to torture you. Why would you trust a criminal? Why would you trust a criminal?
1: Doesn't that sound like me? That number three sound like me? <laughs> because of course I I had to. I don't have V2K, but I every time I go into any call where V2K is discussed, I say they are criminals. You are not. And this is where Goji and I had a, n- not an argument, but a discussion about because she says some people, you can't tell them, you can't say anything about bad about their V2K because they actually build relationships with these criminals. No, she didn't say criminals. I said criminals. She said with these people. I'm not going to put r- words into Goji's mouth. She's not here to defend herself. But for me, maybe it's easier because I don't have it and it's easier to say to you you know would you trust a drug dealer with your brain to a drug dealer or would you trust your body to a murderer well i say the same thing do you would you trust your mind to a criminal that is a traitor to this nation and that gets paid with american taxpayer money to torture you i don't get it so but you know you are more versed in this because you know you actually have it so uh, my opinion is just from the perspective of just just ignore it. Just
0: ignore it. Yes, you are correct. Uh, out of the three of us, I'm the only one who has V2K alongside with thousands and hundreds of thousands of probably millions of target individuals with V2K. Number two summarizes it perfectly. Ignore or learn to ignore. And how you can learn to ignore is by placing some kind of speech in your environment that your brain would concentrate on so sort of your consciousness imagine that a tv set is your consciousness and even though there are 300 programs can be played on this tv you can only play one or maybe like a picture in picture maybe you know the main one and two so you're sort of multitasking but Even though there's a channel with V2K, if you play a different channel, then V2K does not have a way to get into the TV screen of consciousness. And that's what I do. I constantly, if right now we're talking, there's no V2K. The minute we stop talking, there's V2K. So what I'm doing is wearing headphones with uh, that playing speech. I play audiobooks. I chose a long, long audiobook. It doesn't matter what it's about, but you train your brain to get accustomed to it. So the speech is plain, but you are not paying attention to the content. That frees you to do other cognitive tasks. So when I'm working, when I'm writing something, there's always speech playing in my headphones. I like my headphones because it's always the same information and my brain knows just not to pay attention. It's there, but my cognitive broadband, I can devote it to something else. I have a sub stack about it, which I will include in the um, description of the video. A lot of people found it very helpful. Myth number four, if I sit on my couch and don't fight back, then maybe they will leave me alone. And the uh, fact is that no TI has ever been released from the program because they surrendered. In general, your targeting will continue to increase if you don't fight back using legal methods, such as flyers, writing your congressman. We do have numerous examples of reduced games talking people use effective methods to fight back. And we will provide you with the link of uh, targetjustice.com, which is called How to Fight Back. Very useful information. So I do have one comment about the intensity of gang stalking. If you live in the same area for a long enough time, the number of gang stalkers available in that territory who is willing to travel there and be there in a car or in person, they will eventually exhaust that list. And they don't want the same people to be in front of you because that makes it very obvious. And it also allows you to trace who these people are. So living in the same area will actually reduce gang stalking over time. To a point, not entirely. And fighting back, that's something that I'm not going to stop. I cannot stand injustice, the highest form of injustice. So fighting back, that's not going to stop.
1: Please. You know, for me, when I get something very painful done to me or just, you know, something in the computer or something, I'm like Thank you. Thank you for telling me that I'm doing it right. If they attack me more, it only makes me want to do it more. You know what I mean? So for me, it is not an option sitting on the couch. Because when I do things and they attack me, then I I attack back more. And it makes me feel so much better because I know they can't kill me so it makes me feel so much better because they are so stupid that they let me know what bothers them and and when you do something that bothers them that's you're doing something right and i i don't see why people should back down you know should back off but that's just me because i i have that's my nature
0: interestingly enough i have my own strategy about getting stalkers What you're talking about, the attitude that you sort of, uh, you know, fighting back and engaging with them, sometimes it gets burdensome. You waste a lot of time doing that. If I'm at the store or at the gym and I see obviously somebody is uh, trying to get my attention, I just go on the offensive. I go, I, I come up and I introduce myself and ask them how they do and, and just uh, strike up a friendly conversation instead of being exposed to the gang stalking. Because then they just just simply, they look like a deer in the headlights. Uh, they just don't know what to do. And so you kind of disarm them by being proactive. But that's my strategy. Not everybody wants to come up to the gang and say, how's your day going? And how can I make it better?
1: I want to clarify. When I said fight back, I didn't mean gang stalkers. The gang stalkers, I just, I pretend I don't see them. I don't talk to them, I just dis- disregard them. What I'm saying fighting back is, for example, when they physically attack my heart or or my head, like, you know, they attack my head or are in the computer. That's what I'm saying I fight back. I fight back doing what I have to do, work and organizing and, and, and writing. And and being out there and exposing—that's that's what I'm saying. Fighting back. I, I'm not I'm not saying it. You know, gang stalkers for me are so low lives that they they don't deserve my attention. I'm talking the physical. You know, when when I get pierced in the head, like it what feels like a screwdriver, then then I do more of what triggered them to do it, or what I think it is that triggered them to do it. Do 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 you understand what I'm saying?
0: I understand. I'm trying not to use the words like stupid and, and low life toward gang stalkers because I sort of understand what they're motivated by. They've been told that we are dangerous people, that we perhaps terrorists, perhaps we've done something else despicable. It, it, it doesn't matter. But I'm trying to imagine how it is from the other side. If you have fed that kind of information, and you've been asked by your government to do your patriotic duty, you're simply misguided and perhaps not enough educated because anybody who knows the history of the, 20, the 20th century would know about a little country called GDR and the Stasi program and how it ended and that basically over a third of the country had the... Uh, a Sazi file on all of them. But they, these people basically uh, obviously do not know history. And then I feel sorry for them. They're simply misguided. And I want to help them if, if they open up for a conversation.
1: It is no coincidence that for the past 20 years, the civics classes in most curriculums have been eliminated because the government doesn't want people to know that it is illegal for them to go around like vigilantes, carrying out, you know, taking justice into their own hands of people that have never been arrested, indicted, accused, tried, or convicted of any crime. And that's why they don't want, the government doesn't want people to know that what they do is illegal. So I don't feel sorry for them, because the constitution is out there. And I, I mean, I just, I can't, I can't excuse people that don't want to um, learn and, and know why this country, you know, used to be the f- best country in the world in, in terms of freedoms. That's why I, you know, excuse my, my language, but uh, I have, you know, the other alternative is, you know, it's not good words, but that's my thing. I can have no respect for anybody that doesn't know Civics in this country bear essential civics. You don't go after people that have not been arrested, indicted, convicted, tried of any crime, especially as terrorist offense. If you're a pedophile, here's here's one thing: what you know how they say that a lot of targeted individuals are are defamed by the government. They're told fusion centers go around telling people that they're pedophiles. Well, if that was true they would be on the sex offender list and they're not. And that's the first thing that people with two neurons in their brain should know because there is such a thing as a Megan's law and as a sex offender list. And if a person is a real pedophile, they would be on that list. And it's not for you to go around chasing the person and making your life miserable because people have a right even after they're convicted to, you know, they paid their debt to society. If they're out in the free community, it's not for you to go around chasing them and torturing them. You know, who are you to do that? And that's just, I have no, no pity, compassion or deference in any way to the gang stalkers.
0: One taken. More about the same myth. Uh, number two, targeted justice did not make the rules. We just figured them out. Number three, here's the gang stalking training manual for reference. The use of British spelling suggests that it may have been originally written by British intelligence agents. You can see a link in the description. You can see the page where a training manual for gang stalking is displayed. Richard, would you like to tell us a little bit about the history of this document, how we came across it? Good point,
2: Lynn. So the uh, this training manual actually came from Dr. Rowney Kild book called uh, Bright Light on Black Shadows, uh, which was published more than 10 years ago. I don't recall exactly when, but one of the appendixes in her book is basically this training manual. And we're not sure how she got a hold of it. She didn't try to, to explain that, but we've posted just that training manual, on our website for everybody to read. It's not that long. I don't remember exactly how many pages it was, but the, the general con content of it is, um, you know, you're, you're going to do these things to harass the person, but always leave room for deniability and, and people will get that sense by reading through this training manual. It is by the way, one of the most popular tabs on our website. So we get, um, many thousands, tens of thousands of visits to this uh, every year. So it helps people to understand what's been laid out and why these people are doing this because they're, they're following what the manual says. It's I think it's important to make a distinction between someone who is a paid and willful participant as a gang stalker and people that are mind controlled. And that that's probably a completely separate discussion, but I think uh, people that are very astute over a number of years will learn to recognize people that are highly suggestible and easily mind-controlled. And that's about a third of our population. It doesn't necessarily mean they're a paid gang stalker. It simply means they're uh, susceptible to subliminal messaging. And so there is roughly about one third of our population that are highly susceptible to these messages. They're not paid gang stalkers. They have no idea what's going on. And if you confront them, you're you're going to feel foolish because the look on their face will make it very clear. They have no idea what you're talking about. So try to be more aware of that. That's a a helpful suggestion of somebody who's a paid and willful gang stalker and somebody who is simply being manipulated mentally through subliminal messaging. So there there is
0: a clear difference. That's a very important point. When I was Telling you about my strategy with gang stalking, and I always keep that possibility in mind, so I don't talk to them about the gang stalking program. I'm just introducing myself and displaying sort of friendliness toward them. And thank you for that explanation about the training manual. And now we're going to talk a little bit about what transpired in the comment section of that Substack newsletter. Emotion run high. There's some positive comments. There's some negative comments. We have a screenshot of some of them. And let's uh, just have a a free-form conversation about it. Crazy Target says, thanks for the reminder. Got to stay grounded. Very, very positive comment. On the other hand, um, Ortein writes, I have to disagree with myth number two which you already did to some degree yourself. The advantage to slow kill is that it makes it harder to trace back the death to one definitive source. And there is a, an answer by Target justice. The TIs that urgently want help believe they will be killed today, not a few years later. So we're talking about distinction between a a fast kill and slow kill. And um, let me read his uh, response so we can uh, get into the discussion. I don't want to downplay the seriousness of these crimes to console anyone, nor do I want anyone to be under the impression that these attacks aren't a serious threat to their well-being, short-term or long-term. There's plenty enough of that from the perpetrator's themselves
1: yeah well this this comment is actually much longer and it's and it's very well documented and i wanted to bring it to the attention because the urgency like targeted justice says we get emails of people you have to come save me now they're going to murder me and no they're not going to murder that that's what we're trying to for people to understand that the Government criminals behind this program want to get you into that state of mind of thinking that they're going to murder you so that you suffer. And that is not going to happen immediately. What we're referring to is the immediacy of that murder that they're going to supposedly carry out. They're not going to do that because they're not going to do anything that might unleash a criminal investigation. Yes, all of our bodies All of our bodies are every day damaged, harmed, deteriorated because of what these criminals do. We don't want to downplay that. What we are referring to is the people that actually, I actually receive phone calls. If people, you have to come to save me, they're going to kill me. And, you know, I don't know what they expect me to do, but that's not, targeted justice doesn't have the resources or the capabilities to do anything like that even if they were murdering you, even if it was true. But now we know, it, and I'm very, very grateful that I learned that that wasn't the case so that when I get the really bad piercing in my heart, I know they can't kill me. That was, that's just my comment to and, and, uh and to everybody out there. What they want you is to be in such a state of anxiety and fear. Don't let them, don't give it to them it's all a show to make you feel that way.
0: Thank you, Anna. I would like to hear from Richard about this difference between fast kill and slow kill and how we should handle these two concepts and how we should think about these two concepts and how we should act toward these two two different concepts. Yeah,
2: thanks, Len. So yeah, it's there. There is a distinct difference between uh, being someone who's targeted as part as part of a depopulation agenda, and someone who truly believes that someone is trying to kill them today, right now. And I, I agree with Anna. We get emails all the time from people that insist that that someone or some group of gang stalkers is trying to murder them, and. I'm not trying to downplay the seriousness of it. You can imagine how upset and emotionally charged that type of an issue is for someone. And they literally um, are pushing their adrenaline to the limits. Their heart rate goes to the limits. And it's, it's not a healthy situation. And we do try to reduce the tension and tell them, listen, that's not the goal of the program. Um, And generally, this is people that are very early on in the target. If they've only recently been targeted or recently learned that they're targeted, that's the group that tends to fall into this category where they honestly believe someone's trying to murder them. I think this newsletter will be a good reference so that when we do get emails like that, what we're going to do is attach this link and and forward it to folks and say, please read upon this. I think you, you might agree with some of the content in this newsletter. So. Uh, I think that will certainly be helpful.
0: Yeah, excellent advice. I understand the difference between the urgency created by the sense of fear and I understand the slow body and brain degradation. And those are connected, but two different things. One can be controlled by understanding that this fear is artificially imposed upon you and in this case you're literally killing yourself by creating the level of stress that is not healthy that will yes will eventually make you suffer and heal you and then there is a slow degradation by exposing you to stress and by microwave attacks brain degradation is a strategy One of the strategies of using directed, non-lethal, directed energy weapon system against people. And that's the one that, as counterintuitive as it sounds, you must simply accept it.
1: On that point, I just wanted to add something. This is not to say that they don't want you to kill yourself, because that's one of the goals of the program. For you to surrender and kill yourself, and then they're... Experiment will have been a success. So I'm not saying they don't want you dead, but they're not going to murder you. They want you to take your life and we urge you not to do so. If only so that they don't succeed in their experiment, because what they want to know is discover what makes you break. So we are all very aware of the fact that that's one of the goals of the program. And that's where there has been so many suicide among ti's because the goal is to make you kill yourself and please don't do it you're you're a wonderful and valuable person and now that the cat is out of the bag it's a great moment because i see freedom so much closer than it had, had ever been so um we, we can't overlook that
0: i understand the point thank you angie oh <laughs> thank you anna edgy farrell is uh, the next person uh, who made a comment. I was told I was hooked up to a state database. Does this mean only the computer is causing the targeting, the head pain? Not very clear to me. There's a response from Target Justice. It means you should stop listening to the V2K.
1: I just thought, I thought it was a very good, it was a very good reply. They have to stop you know, because they actually give credibility to what the V2K is whispering to them. But, you know, Richard, if you can comment on that.
2: Yes, that that the point of the comment is, you know, that was uh, myth number three is um, ignore the V2K. And so uh, in this particular instance, it appears uh, that this woman is taking the comments from uh, v2k and taking it seriously and we're encouraging people to not do that it's it's uh it's that simple uh and maybe i've misinterpreted what she was trying to state here but uh
0: anyway joshua tolsma writes thanks for the reminder that yes i'm not the only one that has been put on the global experiment hit list for these silent weapons for quiet weapons platform. So Joshua agrees with our substack. Victoria writes, uh, great truth telling here. Thank you. You're spot on point. Uh, I didn't write this uh, bit. So you're, you're spot on point, Target Justice. Targeting has been going on forever. Nuremberg code be damned. My entire family was targeted in 1943, and I didn't connect all my dots until 2015. My targeted is even worse now with everyone having skin in the game because of 5G and all the new psychotronic uh, patent tech. This agenda is decades old. Now we know them by their fruits. Yes, they care only about your data and don't give a damn about you. Burn our heads in the sand will not make the perps go away. We have to love ourselves enough to stand up for our lives. Blessing on you, Target Justice. I, I don't know about you know the connection 1943. This is it's it's a very it's very hard to comment on somebody's history but the spirit of uh, of the comment is spot on. Burn our heads in the sand will not make it go away. And so this is a call for activism. Doc Powell says, I disagree with that they don't want us dead. Depopulation is the plan. I think somebody touched upon depopulation. I think it was you, Richard.
1: I I think that the dog didn't read it well, because what what we didn't say, we didn't say they don't want us dead. We said they're not going to murder you tomorrow or tonight. That's what we said. Do not fall into the trap of being afraid that they're trying to kill you. It's they tried to kill you, but in a different way. First, for you to kill yourself. And yeah, long term. They have probably you know microwaves. I don't know in as a medical on your medical perspective, but I have to think that maybe it' sh- it you know shaves off 15, 20 years of somebody's lifespan. I, I don't I don't know I, probably there's no studies on this, right? but I, I do agree that our life our lifespan is going to be shorter than the person that is not microwaved, right?
0: Most likely
1: so it's it's, that's not in uh, controversy in controversy what's in controversy is that no tonight they're not looking for you to kill you tonight or tomorrow yeah maybe they do things to your car that you have an accident you they make you you know in a very bad car accident they do things that that seem that you're gonna die but they don't push you there it's it's for you to kill yourself so doug it's it's not we know that they want us dead but not in the instant kill mur- murder scenario that many people think
0: i understand i only have one thing to add uh, when people ask me do you think that targeting program will end i answer yes it will end because everybody will become target individual so that goes along with the depopulation program. I think this is the future of humanity. They want everybody to be a target individual, which means we'll be neurologically controlled. And that concludes our discussion of uh, the Substack newsletter. And once again, we want to alert everybody that there's an educational symposium coming up as you can see, Richard and Anna will be a part of it, as well as me. Richard, would you like to tell us a few things uh, about what you will be talking about at the symposium?
2: Yeah, thanks, Len. This is um, this is really a unique effort that no organization has tried before. We've assembled uh, a group of highly credible, credentialed, and well-educated people um, that are respected in their communities. And um, this program is basically going to state the targeting program is real. This is going to be a, a video that you can turn if you're a TI uh, and your family is typically opposed and, and, and uh, doesn't believe the, the truth of what you're trying to say, this video will convince them otherwise. So highly credentialed people here, all grouped together, uh, basically laying out the, the reality of the program. Uh, some of the characteristics, some of the things that uh, TIs experience. And we're going to be describing that in detail as part of this program and then answering questions uh, at the end. So highly beneficial to the TI community. Uh, It'll be posted all over the internet. It'll be available on social media. We'd like to share it as widely as possible and make it a resource that uh, TIs can use to alert their friends and family and work colleagues about this program.
0: Excellent. Uh, As you can see, there's also one of the speakers that will be speaking at the end of the symposium is our latest addition to the advisory board, Major Jeffrey Prather. And if you follow him on social media, he has a very popular program. He's a, a targeted individual himself. His perspective as a person who worked in the intelligence community will be highly valuable. Now, Anna, would you like to share a few things of uh, what you have planned for this symposium? Um,
1: yeah, aside from it, delineating the legal effort to have listed individuals of categories three and four removed from the terrorist screening database, which is our the, the crux of our effort in the case that is whose appeal is pending in, in the Fifth Circuit, I'm going to have some of the data that I have be, that I collected regarding the people that identify as targeted individuals that believe they have been erroneously placed on this list, and without obviously disclosing their private information, I will have some statistics regarding what, what the component on the percentages of what composes what and where they're from, and uh, and and it's just to establish that. This is not a fantastical idea. It's very real and it's affecting people around the world as, as well as the United States. And uh, my numbers now say that around 65% have voice just call which is what the district called, called fantastical. So when you have uh, around 1800 people saying that they have voice just call, it's, it's hard to say it's a fantastical and it's not real. And uh, so that's, that's, that's the one thing I will be sharing that I haven't shared so far because I cut off the form, you know, the entries to the, uh, in order to be able to tabulate the information and, and have it in, and present it uh, to the world. If it was not real, it, if it was fantastical, there would not be 85% of the people saying that they have gang stalk, organized stalking um, 90% of the people saying that they have breakings, 80% of the people saying that they have microwave attacks. So these are real flesh and bone people that are all over our nation and all over the world saying the same thing, singing the same tune. So I think it's gonna be really interesting.
0: Yes, I'm very much looking forward to this event. This is the end of the show. And uh, we thank you for listening and viewing, and uh, I'm sure it will create a lot of comments on YouTube, on Substack. We want the conversation to continue. We want you to be an active part of it. And I would like to thank our roundtable, Richard Lighthouse and then Talita, for their insight and the uh, valuable input into the conversation. Before we close the show, do you have any other announcement to make?
1: All I want to say is thanks to everybody that has uh, stuck to the very end. And um, we didn't discuss any legal issues today because there's none right now. And second of all, because I, we thought this was so important to help. You know, we do. It comes from our heart and it is to make your life better, a little better. And if in any way this show and, and this advice has helped us, has helped you and your life a little better, just leave leave a comment because we really we read them and we really appreciate them. Thank you.
0: Richard, do, do you have anything else?
2: It's yes, I just wanted to uh, reemphasize what Anna just mentioned. If you're a targeted individual, please participate. Please get involved. Um, read the newsletter, comment, make comments. Participate in the dialogue online. Join a, a local group. We have both state and, and international foreign contacts listed at um, uh, storiescom and at TIEvents.org. Um, there are people in your state that you can contact or in, in many countries and get involved. The exposure is what will help to shut the program down. So. Get involved. It also reduces. We found that when you get involved in a group, it reduces your gang stalking. So get involved. It, it benefits you. Okay? I just wanted to emphasize that.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Richard. So this is the end of the show. We will see you next Sunday. Rain or shine.